¡Órale! ¡Sí, señor! Ay, 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 bienvenidos and welcome to the... Oh, yes, canta y no llores. Hey, welcome everybody to the Familia FFP Podcast. Feliz Año Nuevo, everybody. Happy 2021. We made it. We made it. Yes. Yeah, boy. I'm Jorge Georgie Martin, and we got a casa llena de primos. As usual, we got Ricky Torres and Hector Reyes. What's up, y'all? Oh, yeah. And we've got uh, also joining us our Primo Nico Gutierrez and our adopted Primo and DFS guru, Primo Greggy Greg. Bienvenidos. Welcome. Let's, Hola, let's go. Let's do yeah. this for playoffs. You know, it's like uh, it's time. I love the small fields and uh, well, COVID could work to our advantage this week and let's go. It is, is, you know, now, now we, I mean, it it is really cool to just have the smaller slate. Now, now granted, this is going to be a little bit interesting because we got six games this weekend, as opposed to the, you know, with, with the extra game, as opposed to the regular four. So more players to talk about more players to draft. I mean, it's just, it's a really cool, I, you know, I I like the extra seven, that seventh playoff team. So it's gotta be cool. It's Definitely. exciting to see this many games, and ah, no, he's right. A uh, uh, DFS on for fantasy playoffs is awesome right now. I gotta tell you, and and this is the reason, uh, and Ricky. I mean, I, I I thank you for so many things, but making DFS an obsession for me is uh, is really good. And and Greggy Greg, learning from you that that day that we did, I actually did well that weekend after your okay. Uh, Uh, after uh you know stepping into the jedi zone with you into (laughs) into dagobah and you had a mind meld (laughs) well these are not the these are not the players you are drafting (laughs) (laughs) oh let's only hope we can have that success this weekend so yeah this is this is the weekend you're gonna make me uh lift up a uh x-wing fighter or something you know we're trying to figure out how to it's either that or uh, tackle derrick henry so i don't know which one's gonna be harder I would love to see you try to tackle Terry. <laughs> it wouldn't be too hard. It, 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 it I would be, be your biggest cheerleader on the sideline. Oh, I'd be, I'd be so. Oh God, it'd be so embarrassing. It'd be. Oh, well, I'll tell you what, guys. I have the answer for the uh, the the Henry stiff arm. And I'm telling you, do you guys? Any of you guys take any martial arts growing up as a kid? Are you seeing your kids no. do it at all? No, <laughs> but I have seen Cobra Kai. Right. So if somebody sticks their arm at you, right, and you watch like like somebody can just grab your wrist or your elbow and twist it, why do they try to swat it away? Why don't they go two arms and like try to like jack it back or something and screw it? Because they just like try to swat it away. And that the size of that python arm is not going anywhere, you know. So maybe they need a little Cobra Kai move on that on that stiff arm, you know what I mean? That- try it. Be the first to try it on them. That, that you know that does make sense that does make sense because i know? mean granted he's just a big guy but yeah i mean these are these are world-class athletes who are all just i mean they're all big strong guys themselves so they're just relying on the brute force not the uh basically they're working harder not smarter yeah well if i can get a million followers on a tiktok account i'd let uh, henry just stiff on me any there you go Oh man! And now, okay, Greg. Since you're since you're a uh, uh, martial arts uh, student, uh, I am not. <laughs> <laughs> okay, the crane from Cobra. Since we're talking Cobra right. Kai too, right. how uh, utterly ridiculous is it? I've, I've tried a few. Um, I was probably I don't know if I even get the the bottom leg off the ground anymore. Um, but you know. Uh, the, the crane yeah i mean um i've probably done it a few times at a bar or a nightclub even you know <laughs> uh but maybe looking at nico not not some uh you know potential uh girlfriend but anyway yeah <laughs> oh man well you know i'm i you know i gotta tell you i mean this weekend is just great Everybody's a good team, except for maybe the the Washington football team, uh, though they got a hell of a defense. But uh, I mean, it's just I mean, everything is so narrowly focused. Greg, I mean, for you, how much do you take it to what what kind of different level of uh, analysis, thought process? How do you how does it change for you, you know, other than just narrowing the field? 
Yeah. So narrowing the field, um, I don't know if I mentioned this last time, but my strength is a small field. Um, I don't do well in the huge like tournament styles where there's like 10 or 11 games. So the smaller the game, the slate, whether it's a one game or a two or three game, that is my sweet spot, right? Getting down and then the flash draft where I make a lot of money, that gets down to the quarter, right? So, um, I mean, who's got the time to compete against the sharps that are running data and Google this and that and analyze this all analytics now, right? So all those people that are winning, this guy just won a second millionaire. Who wins two millionaires on DraftKings? Well, because he runs analytics and he probably has a lot of money to play multiple lineups, but this is where we can actually compete against the sharps, right? In a tournament with a million dollars, you got to put a little more money in. This is where we can actually equalize with them, right? It's because we don't have that many decisions to make, right? It's simplified for us. Oh, that's awesome. Now, you know, to play in the millionaire, how much, what's the, what's the end for that? I haven't even seen it. I, you know, I usually 25. play the game 25. Yeah. Oh, my God. You can do it, Georgie. Do it, oh, do it this weekend. I believe in you. I believe in you. <laughs> we'll, 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 we'll bankroll you, bro. Come on. There you go. I'll bankroll it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Great. <laughs> How about how about I just uh, how about how about I just piggyback on the on whatever lineup Greggy Greg put in and then and then we'll split the million. I don't think Greg wants you to copy his lineup. <laughs> and Greg's like, no, I was staring with you. We would get in trouble for that. But um, so what we can do is we can build a lineup. We can talk about lineups and then we can build them uh, per that, right? Um, you know, according to DraftKings and gambling rules, right? So let's find the best players and then. So what, what's the legal part of it? I'm just wondering, what was the legal part? So um, all the there's all those services out there. So if you look at like, uh, there's three like major ones I follow. Like um, there's uh, Al Zingenfeld, uh, there's uh, Awesome Mo, and there's like Roto Grinders, right? But there's tons, you know, Saber Sim and, you know, other ones you'll see out there. And their services, they're analytics companies that are running data. And then they'll, they'll offer cheat sheets. Hey, here's the value play. Here's like the, the guys, the studs you have to play, you know, build your lineup around these two or three people, right? So there's there's opportunities um, out there to follow um, professional analytic information, but they can never go here, play this lineup um, against the, that would be against the rules in the DFS. And it's like conspiring or there's got to be some like legal term. Right, but you have like a hundred guys with the same lineup. It's like, wait a minute, this, this, this yeah. it waters it down too. And then I would imagine that, you know, interest may wane if, you know, you're in there, putting your lineup in and you're, you know, you're thinking that you're going to be awesome. And then, you know, a thousand other guys have your same lineup. It's like, okay, here's 10 bucks, you know, yeah, wait you, a need, you wait need a some people with bad ideas. Cause otherwise whose money are you taking? Right. Everyone's just yeah. sharing everything. So, so it really sense. comes down to find the nuggets, but you've got to find the differentiator, right? You've got to find the player that nobody else is going to play. It's got a low percentage of being owned. Um, like this last week, 17, for example, I just sort of stayed away from it, but I did play a little bit, but I didn't go as heavy because I didn't know who they were going to rest and, and who's going to play. And like that whole thing with the Eagles giants, I just loved because giants fans knew this was going to happen because Eagles <laughs> just absolutely hate anything Philly, New York, that they're not going to make each other happy, you know? So it was like, Hey, let's get Alex Smith in. Let's, let's get the, uh, the, the, the coach that's got Ron Rivera who had cancer, you know, you think Philly's like, I don't care about the Giants making the playoffs. You know, let's let's see what Sudfeld's got. It was a disaster, right? But that could have happened at any one of those games. These guys, it's playoffs. You know that Henry's going to carry the ball 50 times this weekend, mm -hmm. right? It's, mm -hmm. it's like, get me to that next weekend, you know? So nobody's going to rest. Yep. Uh, that's uh, Greg, Greg, I could listen to you talk uh, DFS <laughs> like crazy. <laughs> oh my God. This is why we've adopted you in La what Familia. What are you thinking? <laughs> Did I make an app, like a nighttime app? No, I'm running through Shit. Tennessee Titans. <laughs> but have that, have that music in the background, like that music, what is it? The uh, NFL films music in the background. <laughs> yeah. Frozen uh, Tundra. Pick this guy for your quarterback. <laughs> so for this so for this weekend we're going to break everything into two, into the saturday slate and the sunday slate i, th I think okay. those are going to be more popular anyway so we'll we'll cool. kind of get into that but first i mean i think we should we we need to get into a little bit of cheese man so cheese man! Oh, yeah. Yeah. 
so the so before anything, I mean, we got to talk about the coaching carousel. I mean, we had three new teams that at, that got rid of their coaches: the Chargers, the Jaguars, and the Jets. The Jets put Adam Gase out of his misery, Finally. and that add, that adds to the Falcons and Lions and Texans. So, I mean, oh it's, I mean, it, it's some <laughs> there's some intriguing openings in there. I mean, obviously, the Jaguars got the number one pick. The Jets have the number two pick. Uh, the, the chargers have Justin Herbert. I mean, the Falcons have some talent on offense. I, I mean, and the Falcons have some talent on defense too. So that's a good place to land. If you can just hone all the talent together. Uh, but the best spot's gotta be the chargers. Uh, yes. Dime primo. Dime. Por qué? Well, I, I appreciate Lynn. I think he's going to fall on his feet. He's easily, uh, going to get another job somewhere. I hope it's not with the Jags or the jets, maybe the Jags. Uh, but other than that, thank you, Anthony Lynn. But let's get a new guy. Uh, I don't know who I like. Uh, Urban Meyer would be awesome, but I don't think that's going to happen. Uh, I don't want – who's the coach of Michigan? Oh, Harbaugh? Jim I don't Harbaugh? want him. No, uh, I definitely, a thousand percent, do not want Jason Garrett. So uh, the coach from the – or the defensive coordinator from the, the Niners looks cool. Uh, the offensive coordinator from – uh, Kansas City used to play for the Chargers, I believe. The enemy, oh, the enemy. enemy. So I he's, like he's him. top seed, right? Isn't he top seed? He's gonna go to where is he gonna end up? He's, I think he's the number. It one would guy. be awesome if he went with us because he'd still get to play against Kansas City. You got two young quarterbacks with Herbert versus Mahomes, and this guy's gonna know everything already about Mahomes. So we can hopefully build a great hey, defense. Yeah, yeah. You got Eckler, you got Herbert. I, I think uh, Chargers are a good landing spot for. They look uh, good. The and, well, and, which, and after seeing the big stat about Lynn this past season, Georgia, you told me uh, like the most blown 16 point leads, something like four, that. Four 16 point leads blown and losses. I mean, think about That's it. Crazy. And, and I think, and all of them were 16 points in the second half. So Ouch. you can't do that. You can't, I mean, think about it. If they win those games, which a 16 point lead, you have to win that. Even if they win three of them, they're 10 and six. And I don't think we're having this conversation about the Chargers. No. So, I mean, you got to, I mean, you got a franchise quarterback right there. I think the Texans are, I think you got a franchise quarterback with the chargers. So, and you've got a, a, a stud receiver. Keenan Allen is top mm. five receiver in the NFL. Yep. You got Austin Eckler, who's an under underrated player. You got Joey Bosa, who's a franchise defender and Derwin James. All you got to do is have him be healthy. And oh, you got another franchise. You're making me blush. Yeah. But to me, the only thing that the chargers need, I mean, they needed, they need a good offensive minded coach. Uh, and, and, uh, I think one of the things they, the quarterback coach, Pep Hamilton, who, who did such a great job at Justin Herbert, please make him the offensive coordinator, do something, keep him on the, keep him in, in there, give some continuity. Yeah. To Herbert. Herbert, he set some records, oh, right? Didn't he, he yeah. do some records up this year, right? Yeah. Uh, most... Yeah. He set a few records. Yeah. yeah rookie records. Yeah. But but yeah, to me the, records. to me the big thing with them is you gotta you gotta work on that offensive line. That offensive line is just I, I mean it, you 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 they were you hurt they were injured. It's just what we've been dealing with. We tried drafting Lamb and uh, other guy or Lamp forced Lamp, but we'll see what happens. And the defense just everyone keeps getting injured. Bosa was injured for a while. Uh, Ingram was didn't have Derwin James at all, so. They'll be a good team next year. I think the Texans are a great landing spot for any coach, too. Oh, yeah. uh, they have a nice little core. But other than that, I mean, Lions and eh, the Falcons, here's the problem there. I would sell Julio Jones and Matt Ryan. You don't need them anymore. Grow up again. Like, grow from the bottom. So that's what yeah, they need to be build thinking around, there. Build around Ridley, for sure. And they've got, a, they've got a high draft pick, too. I think they're picking number four. So Why they do they have be... Gurley? Gurley's garbage. Oh, well, Gurley's on a one-year deal. Gurley's – I know, but you Gurley's know they're, like, they'll think about keeping him. It's like, no, nah, nah. nobody will take him. You're right. Yeah. Do you think he's done? Done. He's done. Yeah. yeah. He, could, he's, he gets dinged up too much. He, they need a workhorse. It's like the quarterback problem for the Niners. Like, you got to be durable, right? I mean – Everybody wants the next Derrick Henry and Gurley. While he had some size, he's never been healthy. You know, he's always got some yeah, issues. Yeah, the knee and, stuff. Yeah, and the way that the, the NFL works now is you got to have three running backs, right? And so fast and quick, and not like sensitive and like, oh, you know, I need a break. So. Yeah, he's gone. Uh, nobody wants the girly man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I got two T-shirts with his name on them. So I'm like, what the hell am I going to do e with those hey, things? Hey, you better not fall in love with any Chargers. George. E oh, e man. I, yeah, I, you e know, right now. 
Yeah, yeah. Or, no. <laughs> or no Craigslist uh, free at the uh, it's free it's out front take it yeah there you go yeah, in the front yard in the front lawn grab yeah. it I know there's there I you know I I won a little money in one of my leagues I was going to invest in some Devonte Adams and AJ Brown swag because they uh, they helped me out so uh, yeah man they they could be the next ones but oh man but and I agree the Texans getting back to the Texans I think they're a great landing spot I mean they don't have a lot of they traded their their number one pick to the uh to the miami dolphins so now they've got the number three overall pick but i mean you got a franchise quarterback with deshaun watson you put and you get you got some good skill guys you, you could get a you, you could get a running back replacement for david johnson they just need some defense they just need, need a defense players. exactly yeah. short bet defense and things can happen there but some they co- used to uh, have an elite defense but yeah and really all they have is jj watt and mm-hmm. yeah, they just, I mean, that defense has just fallen off. So mm-hmm. that, that's too bad. That's too yep. bad. But, yep. uh, and you know what, the Jaguars, uh, they're going to have Trevor Lawrence. I mean, we'll talk about, you know, we'll, we'll be talking about draft stuff, but Trevor Lawrence, I mean, he's the real deal. He is. The is real he, deal. that's what I'm worried. He's, is he not going to fall flat like Jameis Winston or like uh, Johnny football? No. Well, Jameis Winston still had some, still still had some big years. He just threw a lot of interceptions. Johnny Football, that's that's a big fall for him. I mean, to me, I th- I, I honestly think he could come in and you know you put enough you put enough talent around him. He he could approach what uh, he, he's he's built exactly like Justin Herbert. And I think he, you know, he might be a little bit faster. I mean, he's just, uh, you know, you put the right kind, of, right kind of, t- right kind of players around him, give him the good kind of, co- the right kind of coaching. It could be pretty interesting with him. So yeah. I'd, love to, I'd love to see it. We shall see. We shall see. Well, right now we shall see some playoff football. Let's go. So I mean, you know, it's it, so so. Greggy, Greg, one one question. You've been doing this for much longer than the rest of us. Is it more popular to play the Sunday, Saturday, and Sunday slates individually as opposed to the entire weekend as a six game slate? You know, I think it's changed. So um, the evolution of DraftKings is that they've realized that they need to make money on. The, the instantaneous play right like that's the that's the ultimate goal betting on is this going to be a run or a pass right it's it, like that's where it's going right so um i think for me it's like i don't want to put a bankroll on saturday morning that's i'm gonna have to wait till the end the last game on sunday when i could get money back after that first game i could play the next game right so for, so the the addicted the turnover or, yeah, the, the, the degenerate in uh, the person who loves to put money into sports is going to say, "Oh, give me, give me one game, give me one play." You know, it's the coin flip, right? Let's bet on the coin flip. Remember, Nico, how many coin flips have we bet on? <laughs> <laughs> At least ten. At least ten coin flips we bet on on Super Bowls, right? So, um, but that's but so what's popular? I think it's it's trending towards because they're doing millionaires on single game slates now on DraftKings, right? Oh my God. And I don't know if wow. that's just, yeah. There was a millionaire for that, that Eagles, uh, maybe that was only 250K, but there was a millionaire on the Saturday slate the weekend before, right, with the three games. There's been millionaires. Just if there's a lot of eyeballs on a Monday night game that has, or a Sunday night game that has a high-profile quarterback, or it's, you know, the, the big market teams, there's going to be a millionaire on on a single game slate, right? And it, and it could be a $10 entry fee so um they're seeing the numbers but what's more popular to me you know me it's single it's a small short slate uh but playing the entire weekend could be fun if you take the time and you find a player that you think hey i don't think anybody knows that there's this 200 dollars receiver that it's his, it's a homecoming for him and they just picked him up and he was getting everybody's water at practice like that's inside information but i'm just <laughs> <putting> right <laughs> you know, that guy's gonna he's been really pass. friendly in the showers lately that's good info man that's good info <laughs> so uh, so let's start with the quarterbacks. So yeah. we got uh, you know for the, for the Saturday slate. I mean, obviously the big money is jo- Josh Allen. 
uh, you know, they've been so hot, but you know, they've been, I mean, they just put up 56 points when they didn't need to do anything last week. They had a huge game on the Monday night football against the, uh, against the new England Patriots. There is no hotter, hotter team nor hotter quarterback after the year that Josh Allen put up together. 7,500. Is he worth that price? He is. Yeah. You have to play him there. You can't not pick another guy because as Nico Las Vegas saw, right. And hooking it up with digs, you've got to play that. You can't, you got to have that boom opportunity. Like you can't been against a stout indie defense. It doesn't matter. It doesn't know. Now I, I always think though, Philip rivers, if, if that's the case, Josh Allen goes off. Phillip Rivers is then going to be basically in a playoff game playing garbage right. time trying to catch up, right. and he's the cheaper option. So don't you think if he's 10 points behind Allen, is it worth maybe getting Rivers to save money? I think I think if you play a second lineup, then you're gonna, you can go as uh, Rivers as an option. But I'm going all in. I've got two lineups, and Allen and Diggs um, and John Brown are in both those. You know, so um, that's – yeah, you don't like Beasley. Beasley was hurt um, yeah. when I made my first lineup. So um, and John he's Brown. questionable. He's showing questionable tag right now. So yeah, I, I think so without Beasley, Don Brown's price tag is ridiculous. Forty-seven. Yeah. yeah. So so you you build those three. Those are going to be what they call chalk plays, right? Everybody's going to have those. So you're going to try to find the sort of those those other values in there to differentiate, right? But um, there's nothing wrong with going with Rivers. Um, I think uh, looking at the quarterbacks, if that's what we're doing right now, um, you know, I'd probably look to, you know, Brady uh, throwing another five touchdowns as well. The advantage Over of going Washington. with Allen is he okay. runs the ball and he's going to run a touchdown in, right? That's now, what draft Kings, four points for a pass and it's six points for a run, right? So, you know, um, Allen Rivers ain't has running that. anywhere. What's that? Rivers isn't running anywhere. He's no, he's not. He, in fact, he'll be like his chopstick legs will just probably break, you know. And then, um, I mean, it's tough. They got to protect him. They're going to blitz him like big time. So, I, lo- I like the idea. I mean, it showed up, and they have. And you know, the one thing that 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 I saw. I mean, we, yeah, Ricky. I know you you did a little sarcastic, you know, stout indie defense. They're only <laughs> number, they're only number twenty three against fantasy quarterbacks in fantasy points yeah, per they're game. Not, they're the not last, listed as very very tough. Yeah, they they the last five weeks, the last five weeks of the season. So they, are, I mean, they've really had a drop off, and they're number twenty eight against receivers. So, uh, and to me, the big th- the big thing about this one, I mean, whether it's going to be cold, uh, it, it's it's going to be down near freezing uh game even at game time and what there i saw some stat that like against the spread uh dome teams like in the last 22 games are like four and 18 so i mean it's just you know the dome teams just do not travel well this time of year and that's and and that's indie so that's why I, i love that now you know we got the rams and seahawks so, you know, the Russell Wilson has not done well since he had, since uh, the very first Rams game. Uh, he doesn't do well against good pass rushes. The Rams obviously have the great pass rush and the great secondary and the Rams are going to be, are, are going to be uh, playing with uh, possibly playing with John Wolford, even though we're talking about uh, Jared Goff this week, but is that I, either of these quarterbacks, I, I don't, I think I'm staying away from both quarterbacks much as I loved Russell Wilson. I'd like him, but that it's not a good defense to put him against, especially if you have better quarterbacks ahead of him. It's like uh, it's too big of a risk for too much money. Yeah, I look at Seattle of uh, the last six weeks. Um, they're not really scoring that many points. You, you know, they scored uh, over 30 one time, and that was against the Jets, you know. Um, and I think that they just got too many, too many issues. The Rams have a pass rush. That's the strength. Um, and that is shown to create problems for Wilson and that offensive line. So, yeah, I mean, I'm just staying away from the game. I've got a, maybe a player or two that for cheap value that I think if the game script sets up right, um, if Seattle gets a big lead, then uh, whoever's quarterback in for uh, L.A., it's not going to matter. You know, there may be a receiver or two when they're a tight end for a cheap value play, you know, to sneak into your lineup there. So, Any, any thoughts of uh, Alex Smith? And I, I don't, I don't know. I don't yeah. think so. No. I mean, even no. though Tampa Bay has not been that great against uh, quarterbacks of late, they've given up, they, they've given up some points. 
in the second half of the season, but yeah, I just, I don't, I don't trust that. Well, let's get into running backs. I mean, it's, you know, you look at the running backs and I mean, just the, the options on Saturday, I, 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 Ooh, I just, I love Jonathan Taylor on, on that day. Yeah. I, you know, John Taylor is, uh, had a big game. Uh, He's got a questionable tag right now. Uh, um, You know, is supposed to play. Um, But again, it's a shoulder Shoulder something you lead with. So does that make you a little more hesitant? Um, and is the game script going to lead to Indy running the ball? I don't think so. I think that Buffalo is going to take off on the lead. Rivers is going to have to pass and catch up. So, um, so I'm not um, looking to play Taylor this week. I like uh, to look at the cheaper play on the running back side, uh, such as like McKissick, um, uh, you know, or even Gibson running them what both side by side as pass catchers. DraftKings remembers a PPR league. Every time they catch a ball, it's one point. You know, it takes a running back 10 yards to get that point. And that's going to be tough, you know, uh, in the past league right now. So, um, but Taylor, uh, he could be a play, but man, $7,900 against a game that looks like they may have to be passing more than running. It seems high. too high on the price tag. Yeah. You know. Well, especially when you look at all the other players and how much they cost. And yeah, yeah there's just way too many good options you can put out there. No, that's why exactly there's i mean that for that day uh man i mean i'm uh, ronald jones coming back i mean washington's got a good and that that's the thing everybody's good i mean there's some there there's some you know chinks in the armor that that can be exploited um you know you look at that i mean moss is, is moss a play is naheem hines because he's going to catch balls and it could be they could be chasing some points there and uh, you know, and you're right about JD McKissick. He's another option. What about Cam Akers? The, the you know, for the Seattle's kind of been middle of the road against running backs, and and obviously the Ram, especially if the Rams are going to be playing John Wolford, does that mean that Cam Akers is someone that they've that that maybe they try and feature him, even though he's coming off that you know that ankle injury that, that I think people were surprised that he played last week. Well, totally. I mean, I think we've seen uh, the Rams. Remember how much they committed to the run earlier yep. in the season, right? And they started oh, passing. Yeah. Um, they're going to have – I mean, who's playing quarterback this weekend? No matter who's playing quarterback for the Rams this weekend, they've got to shorten the game. They've got to run the ball. They've. Got, I mean, Cam – and here's the guy. We knew he was the guy in the beginning of the season. He got injured. Now with Henderson out and Mac Brown not being that stable, um, it's all hands on deck, right? Somebody's got to step up. But it might be too risky – of a play. I like Ronald Jones. Um, he looked great last week in the limited touches that he had. Um, he's going to be a great play. I think Fournette got leaned on a little bit too heavily, but remember Fournette catches more balls than Ron Jones. But um, if you play Brady, you don't play Jones. If you play Jones, you don't play Brady. That's how I look at that. So, Ooh, I like that. I like that mode of thinking. Yeah. And on, on the Washington side, you met, you, you, we touched on Gibson a little bit. Uh, you know, it looks like he's back, he's back from that toe injury and, and he's playing well. The, the Tampa Bay defense ha- does have that big reputation for, you know, being solid against the run. They're, they're number 10 against fantasy running backs uh, the last 10, the last five games of the season. Uh, you know, is it, is it him or, uh, you know, possibly McKissick as a, as a PPR option as maybe a cheaper play as a second running back? Right, so you're going to see uh, it's game script. It's going to be come from behind. Tampa Bay is going to go up early. They're going to get the passes. Brady's like just dealing right now. Um, and the Washington Redskins will not be able to run football the ball team against football team. Tampa Bay. Excuse me, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I'm telling you, McKissick's a PPR monster, though, when they get him on. When he, he is, and that's why he's good in this situation, because they're going to be playing from behind, right? Um, the other guy to look at as a cheap option is Cam Sims. You saw it against the Eagles. Alex Smith, they're not going to let him last that long. He's like, uh, you know, 1.5 to 2 second drop back, get rid of the ball. There is no getting the ball down the field. Tampa Bay is going to just come in close. They're going to load the box, and they're going to they're going to protect against those short passes outside. Um, but Cam Sims, he showed me something. He's getting – look at his targets over the last month or so. It's just crazy. So, um, but again – uh, McKissick is, is somebody that can stay in. Um, and I think if you look at a cheap play, he could be the guy that gets 10 balls easy. What about, what about Pittman? I mean, every, we would bring him up every week and he doesn't do anything, but. Oh, you're bringing up my, my man, my, my crush on the Pittman. I just love that. Dude. Oh, well, just, let's like, get in the receivers. Good. Yeah. Let's yeah. get in the receivers. Oh, 
Okay, here we go. Um, real quick, uh, let's go back. So if you're really feeling like uh, you've got to save some money, going with Singletary um, is really a good value um, at 4,300. You could load up with all the bills and be fine. If they score over 40 points, there's going to be enough to go around for everybody to eat, right? So um, that Singletary could be a great option. And he's less than Moss this week, which is just crazy. So it, it, it exactly. a lot on Moss and Moss has just been getting the higher average I felt like, but it, it is always a coin flip between the two. Yeah. And so the problem is that even having the Buffalo Bills running backs is Singletary seems to be the goal line guy, but uh, I guess he's taking half those carries, you know, the quarterback right now. <laughs> uh, and as the world champion, La Familia, champion Nicolas Vegas would know. It's out. <laughs> Sorry, I, I got to take care of my boy, man. I got I to <laughs> take care of well, as, long, as long as you're winning, you, you know, your girl, she's happy because she gets sushi. Isn't that right? Sushi. He does get sushi. He does. Oh, Alan to Diggs. Alan to Diggs. Well, you know, on the receiver side, I mean, Diggs is seventy seven hundred, and that's right. uh, that that's quite a price to pay. But I mean, it, it's it's got to be worth it. And again, you know, with Indy Indy's defense being so depleted, uh, and the you know it being giving up so many points of late. Yeah, I mean, you have to play him. You're going to find, and we start building some lineups. Forget about, you know, certain running backs on set. There's no Henry on Saturday, right? So you got to be thinking Buffalo or Tampa Bay. That's where you got to be thinking. Look at the highest scoring games, and those are the guys you want to get. So the, as many as, like, Antonio Brown, like, dude, he's finally just grooving with Brady. Yeah. Um, he's in my lineup. Diggs is in my lineup. Um, you know, and, 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 of course, John Brown's in my lineup. That's I'm building around that. Uh, Logan Thomas or, you know, is someone that I'm, I'm playing around with or something looking at there. Gronkowski depends on how we uh, get towards closer to Saturday that I'll make my final decision. But, uh, you know, it's it's you have to have Antonio Brown, John Brown and Diggs are going to be my, my three big receivers coming in this week. So, I, I, you know what I was, uh, you know, Antonio Brown playing so well of lately has been uh, someone that I've just, you know, just looking at, I mean, his numbers coming up at $6,100. So he's someone to spend money on the one guy I'm a little worried about that, that will, especially Ricky loves Terry McLaurin, but that questionable tag. And he just, he just did not finish strong because of the, because of the injuries. And I just, I want to like him more, but. I, I just I don't know if I want to trust it, him. It's playoffs. I feel like they're gonna have to come from behind, and maybe he gets a lucky fifty yarder. But I don't think I want to spend sixty three hundred because you know for a fact it's gonna have to be luck. It's gonna have to be garbage time. You know, and and let's look at let's look at a little bit on that Rams uh, Seahawks game. I mean, both defenses have been balling out of late. The Rams all season, yep. Seattle definitely of late. Uh, you know, D, DK Metcalf has a big number on him, sixty seven hundred. Ty Lockett had a good finish to the season. I mean, uh, DK Metcalf's one of my favorite players, but I, I don't know if I. I mean, I keep looking at that that scoring line where he got twenty eight yards, where J, Jalen Ramsey held him to twenty eight yards in in their first uh, their their first stop, and it yeah, it kind of gives me pause before wanting to spend up some money on him. Greg, Greg, what do you think on uh, on those on uh, in that game? Yeah, I'm I'm staying away from it. Um, <laughs> I really, I mean, if if I can get points for sacks, you know, yeah. um, on defense, uh, then I'm leaning towards the Seahawks um, or the Rams. You know, just looking at the value there. I, mean, I don't mean to jump ahead, but um, I'm probably I definitely won't probably be having any players in there. Uh, from any of those games in my lineups. Um, I just don't. The only guy, the one guy might be Josh Reynolds or, uh, yeah, maybe that'd be it. Save <laughs> so, some money. If he's a cheap play, yeah. Save some money. Yeah, possibly save some money. You know, one, uh, it one's, uh, I know, it, it's got some all-stars in there. I mean, Lockett, Metcalf, Robert Woods, Cooper Cup. Cooper Cup is off the COVID-19 list. So just, oh, just some uh, tough, tough to, tough to bypass those guys, but the defenses have been playing so well, just so well. And in that, and in that last game, I mean, uh, 
you know, you, you mentioned Cam Sims as a possibility for, you know, to save a little bit of money on, uh, you know, Scotty Miller, a thought with uh, Mike Evans being someone who's a little dinged up. No, I'd pivot to uh, Gronkowski there. Oh, uh, um, yes. You know, the, the, the blue blanket, you know, it's like, you know, that's his buddy. Um, somebody you might want to look at is uh, T.Y. Hilton. Right. Um, Ooh. You know, yeah, that's why I was just looking at him. But Ty Hilton, uh, you know, too wide. It's like just um, could be these plays, especially after the pass. But Cam Sims at 3,900. Again, remember, you look at the total of the games that we're looking at here, right? You want to get the players that are going to be in the highest scoring games, right? And that's, and I just don't think the Rams, um, you know, and, and the Seahawks are going to bring that total for us, you know, so. Yeah, the over under in the yeah. Indy Buffalo game is going to be fifty point five. So that one's. Uh, I think yeah, that was one. that was interesting. Uh, what Greg mentioned, I, I hadn't even thought about that. Is you know, go to go to the Vegas lines and and look at the games that are the highest scoring, and that's likely to be where you where you're finding a, a lot of your points. I never even thought of that, but that just makes complete sense. Yeah, yeah, it's and and those lines are set for like. Those are the guys that we really want to know. Why is the line fifty? Right. Why is over under sixty yeah. points? Who's going to go off in this game? You know, I mean, yeah. I mean, let me pick some of these guys from my lineup today. So yeah, that definitely, that's definitely going to be my 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 train of thought going forward for sure. Yeah, yeah, especially. So here's what I worry about: the three game scripts, the way I see it going down. Right. So the Colts and the Bills uh, get as many players as you can from that game. Uh, get as few as players as you can from the Rams Seahawks at a forty-two uh, and a half over under. Uh, rain in the forecast and i honestly think that uh the rams just could be mailing it in and this could just be carson all day if you're looking at a, a running game play here um but uh and the bucks and the and the washington football team i really think washington just had their super bowl i think it was a gift to let them in the playoffs but um i mean alex didn't move so well back there let's face no. it this yeah and then it could be turned into a running game and that's where i think that ronald jones could actually just look at a second half and go, Hey, this is my time. And they're just going to want to get down there with, without injury. Right. They don't want to like running, having a cheap shot, taking on Antonio Brown or Godwin. And we didn't talk about Godwin, but if you can get him in your lineup too, then, and you want to alternate him yeah, out with Evans, being, with Evans dinged up, Godwin definitely would be a nice, a nice squeeze yeah. in there. If you, if you can get, yeah. if you can fit him in. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, and I like your thought on the T.Y. on T.Y. Hilton because of the fact that Buffalo is probably going to get out to a lead. They're going to have to throw, and it'll be him. Exactly. Uh, you know, maybe 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 uh, Nico's buddy Michael Pittman uh, <laughs> spend maybe you know get get a little fine something a little something something. Yeah, well, they're so cheap, right? So if you want to get some big name players as you look forward to the lineup, Pascal or Pittman, either one at thirty five, thirty seven hundred, great little plays in Reynolds. So that's like my little. A little pack there, and then Scotty Miller too. Um, but he just seems he's not really like an end zone guy. Pittman could be an end zone guy. Reynolds got some end zone looks. Pascal seems to get those, you know, end zone or they call the red zone, excuse me, uh, looks or whatever. But uh, um, anyway, and then uh, oh, McKenzie got it dinged up. I didn't. I'm just check this out. Yeah, hmm. after he had the big game last week. So the speecher. There's little reason to be doubt. No, he's gonna he's gonna be playing. But again, it's just another tool for um, you know, if you want to fit in and you're all in on Allen, there's nothing wrong with putting in. I mean, it could, uh, hear me now, three Buffalo receivers. You know, it could be that bad. So it, wow, it really could be. Now on the on yeah. the tight ends, I mean, obviously, you know, Logan Thomas is such a big price at forty nine hundred. I mean, I honestly think this is a weekend to save some money. I mean, Gronk is is going to be a play because Washington, I mean, they're number one against uh, tight ends. But, uh, I mean, like you said, Thomas, I mean, he's going to be – Tom Brady's going to be looking for him. Uh, I know you're looking at Higby, George. Just say it. <laughs> uh, no, you know what? I was actually looking at saving some money. and uh, I was, I'm actually looking to save some money and going down to Gerald Everett. At three thousand. Okay. okay. <laughs> so it's all going if, if the quarterback uh, is golf, then you can consider that. But if it's not golf, just get get out. Right. Yeah. No, for sure. For sure. Uh, what's the latest on that? What are we feeling on that? I don't mean to go back to quarterbacks, but is there any word on like what's down in LA? What are they talking about right now? Golf. Golf was limited in practice today. 
So, you know, so he did practice, uh, how much, how much limited it means. I don't know. I, I, again, even if he plays, I don't know. I mean, this is a broken thumb and he's, and he's going, going to play less than two weeks after he had surgery. That's not that, a good sign. That's just, I mean, uh, even, I mean, look what happened to Drew Brees. Remember Drew Brees came back and like the further, I mean, he, he ended up with a good second half, but like for the first half of the game and he was playing and, I know it wasn't a thumb, but still, it just was completely discombobulated. So if you want a full game out of golf, you know, usually coming back, especially a thumb, he's going to have to get kind of like recalibrated and his accuracy is probably going to be off a little bit and the grip, you know, the how firm he grips it and all that kind of stuff is just going to be off. So I, I'd probably, I'd probably stay away from that. Just, just, you just never know when they're coming back from an injury, how that's going to, how they're going to play, you know, just coming straight back from that. Yeah. I mean, I just, I just don't know. I mean, as far as uh, anybody, anybody looking at, at a tight end to save some money on that could be a, that could be a play. Cameron Brait. Um, Ooh, that's an interesting. I'm going to look at a tight end that is coming from Brady or from Buffalo's Allen. Um, but again, Brait has an opportunity to have three or four catches the Buffalo tight ends usually maybe one catch or two. So um, go down to 2,700, get a little Cameron break. If you really think that you need to get somebody special, um, you can do that. Um, other than that, like Tyler Croft, one catch guy, Lee Smith, one catch guy. Um, Mo Alley Cox, what? I mean, Jack Doyle, again, that could, you could maybe look at that. I haven't looked at that, but um, maybe a little Jack Doyle. Um, you know, again, it's almost like overbust. But, the guy who could get you a lot of points, like a 20 point day is Logan Thomas or Gronkowski. Right. So, uh, and those guys are cheap enough. It's not a $7,000 Kelsey. Right. 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 It's only right. like four or five grand. So um, don't go below those two guys to, uh, you know, but there's not that many other people to go with. I think this week could be pretty easy. I'm going to build three lineups um, and I'm going to like, I'm going to have Allen and two of them and I'm going to have Brady and one uh, just in case, you know, just Brady has the five touchdown day, but so Oh, definitely. And what on the defenses? I, I mean, I still love to save some money, but uh, I, you know, I probably look at. I mean, I know the Washington football team's twenty four hundred. I, 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 they're just above the Colts. Uh, I, I like them just because of the sacks. I don't know if I want to spend up on the Bills. I think you just uh, got to go with Tampa Bay. Hmm, that's interesting. All then, if you have the money to spend it. I, you can definitely spend it there. That they can get the touchdowns. I think um, that that that's probably uh, the number one defense that I would definitely go with. Because um, Indy is the yeah. most likely team to be able to throw points up, so that's going to take away points from the uh, Bills. So, but, and the other defenses, so, I just don't expect to do much. Yeah. Right, so here's right. how I look at defenses. I usually find the lowest. This is where I usually punt. It's I never spend up for defense. Rarely do I do it. Um, but you want to look at sacks and you want to look at game script. So game script would be, is this team going to have to pass all day to come from behind, right? Sack, strip, fumble, scoop and score 10 points. Boom. Right. That's, that's what you're looking for. Or is it going to be a pick six, right? There's the other, you know, eight pointer or whatever. So that's how defenses differentiate themselves. Otherwise it's like you get a fumble and interception and three sacks and that's your defense. Right. So I think if the backup quarterback plays again for the Seahawks, I mean, for the Rams, um, I like the Seahawks as a defense and the Buccaneers for sure. Uh, but the Colts and, and the Redskins, you're, you're not going to go there. So, yeah. Yeah. I kind of like the, the one thing I the do like the football team, man, the football <laughs> team. <laughs> <laughs> you ra- You're old wait. school. I'm sorry. well i will say i will say one of the things i mean the rams at 2900 aren't a crazy play just because the fact that they've they've done such a good job against uh russell wilson even though the game is up there and with the rain it could it it could make things a little interesting let's go to sunday 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 yeah domingo domingo when you know there it used to be sábado gigante on some uh you know mexican domingo gigante yeah domingo gigante and there are some gigante guys in this game i mean are we looking at ryan Tannehill at 6600 and stacking him up with derrick henry or i mean what, what do you what do you think greg as far as i know we talk about stacks and such 
I mean, it, we, now that we're in the playoffs and, you know, games are limited, is it is it really that important or is it generally important as a general rule to have a stack or not really? So um, it is, but the one I think somebody will tell you there's never been a millionaire that stacked a quarterback with a running back uh -huh. um, in like the last three years. Oh, on wow. Kings. So, however, that's on the big slates, right? So on the short slate, they've definitely been millionaires on the short slate. So, um, so in here, anything goes, um, you, I mean, let's, let's, let's open this up. Let me get into my Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Lamar's top dog at 7,800, but I mean, Tennessee is just on fire, man. Uh, outside of that snow game, which doesn't really count in my opinion. I mean, these guys are just balling out like Buffalo. So. So do you guys remember when we talked about uh, two weeks ago when we talked about Derrick Henry, how he just gets better every month, Yep. right? I think they, they showed that stat on ESPN where his average yards per carry. So what that tells us is that everybody is getting more injured and soft, and Henry's still this beast that just blows through people, right? So um, and, and the NFL, if you can commit to the run and win with the run and Derrick Henry, like, this is like nobody we've ever seen, right? This is what football is going to look like in 10 years. Everybody's going to look like Derrick Henry, the receivers, the quarterbacks. It's just going to be nuts. Right. So, um, I mean, I, I have to play Derrick Henry. Um, I, it's, I just, I just don't want to not be the guy that doesn't play him. Right. So, um, anyway, it's so I'm just, all that so money, awesome. all that money you think is worth spending on Henry. And basically make the rest of your team revolve around him. Okay. Budget around him. Is that what you're well let's is that like a good it. idea, basically? Because I feel like there's a lot of good names out there. And I guess in when you look at the running backs for Sunday, there aren't that many good ones. Right. Right. I mean, we're limited. You you have to take sometimes you gotta take the player that's so chalky, right? Um, I mean, if Henry scores 30 points. Show me somebody else that's going to score 15, you know? Right. I mean, Time look, at, look at Chubb, right? The coach is out now for Cleveland. I don't, yeah. And their, their line is broken too because of COVID. Right. Right. So you think Chubb? You can't trust Cleveland. You can't trust Cleveland this week, especially not the running game. You right. cannot trust it. Right. So Dobbins, while I like Dobbins, I got, I can play him right next to Henry. You know what I mean? Kamara, I, I, I put up Dobbins. I, I like Dobbins. He Dobbins been balling out last few weeks. He's really been balling yeah. out. So I like Dobbins a lot. And he was rested for like two to three weeks with the COVID, right? Uh -huh. So uh -huh. um, these are guys you want to look at. Uh, so let's see. So Kamara, this is like one of those things. Here we are on Wednesday. Um, and Kamara is like, of course, you're going to want Kamara to play. But we don't know if he's going to play because of the COVID-19, right? So, um, so that'll change everything. Can you get Kamara and Henry in the same lineup? I hope to. I honestly hope to. Ooh, um, interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So right now, I got Roethlisberger, Henry, Kamara, Deontay Johnson, Sanders, Juju, Ebron, Graham from Chicago, and the Titans defense against Baltimore. You play, you play Roethlisberger over Tannehill? With a, yeah, with a $500 difference? Yeah, because if you go with Henry, that's that's your question, ah, right? Ah, there so you I, go. Like, gotcha. It's yeah. one or the other. It's right. either or. If, yeah, if, in this if case, Henry eats, then Tannehill does let – gotcha, gotcha, yeah. gotcha. So, I think, honestly, the only way to beat Baltimore is you got to run on them. You have to, you know, just beat them up. And I think Tennessee is so good at that. But, again, that's one lineup, right? Of course, I'll have a lineup without Henry, but uh, I think the two of the three lineups that I'll play – I'll definitely have some Henry in there. But again, man, everything's going to change with Kamara because I really want him against Chicago for sure. You uh, know, one one interesting uh, idea, I mean, we could talk, uh, I, I like how we're going on this. Uh, you know, one one interesting stack that I was looking at was that I put in my preliminary lineup for Sunday is Drew Brees and Michael Thomas. Thomas is back from, is back from COVID IR. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry, not not COVID IR. He he, regular the, IR. the regular IR. <laughs> uh, so he's supposed to be back. And I know the first week he was back with Breeze, they connected a bunch of times. And the Bears are not, are, you know, they're in the 20s. They're number 23 against receivers, number 20 against uh, quarterbacks the last five weeks. So that yep. 
they, they, and the, the game is going to be on the fast track in New Orleans. So I'm thinking it's going to be, you know, the players are going to be, uh, Breeze is going to throw some on them because the Bears have been a little more tough against the run. So maybe, yep. but not, I don't know how, Kamara, but I mean, they haven't seen Kamara yet. And, and again, maybe Kamara's back, but I, I like the Breeze Thomas one. And that lets me get Drew, uh, Derek Henry and J.K. Dobbins into my lineup. Uh, though I have to save some money and put Vance McDonald as my tight end because I hate Eric Ebron for uh, for, for costing <laughs> yeah. me a fantasy championship. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. And he's got the COVID too, so uh, it you know maybe going down to like the Cole Komet, you know, could be yep. uh, the play there. And you know, I, I think if you look at game script, Chicago's going to be coming from behind. Jimmy Graham sneaky because uh, they love to throw to him. Somehow he always catches a ball here and there, and sometimes he hits the end zone. And he's not too much for 3,300. Well, and everyone likes to play against their own team. Show them up. Oh, yes. Revenge narrative. Revenge narrative. So I'm sold. I'm taking Jimmy Graham. On on the quarterbacks, I mean, mean, Lamar Jackson's been so hot. Is he almost going to be too popular this weekend for Sunday? Too popular. For, you know, if you're playing in big tournaments? Um. Yeah, you know, again, I, um, I'm i not like the analytic guys where I'm looking at, oh, I'm not going to play him because he's super chalky. If I really think inside I have that gut that he's going to go for, you know, four touchdowns, two running, two passing, 300 yards, 100 yards rushing, and you just got to play him, right? He's still – I mean, what's the, what's this price tag at right now? He's at – 7,800. 7,800. Um, I think this, is gonna, this game is going to look like a, a 30-30 game. What's the over-under on this one? um that's critical let's go here 54 and a half so it's the biggest it's the biggest over under of the weekend yep so this so here's a place where you can go with jackson and quarterback henry at running back um and just sort of fill in the you know pieces a little bit right so maybe a little mark andrews maybe you got um and that's a totally different lineup than the one i presented earlier where i think pittsburgh uh is just going to start you know passing the ball because they haven't been able to run and uh, I just think you're going to have to pass against uh, Cleveland because Cleveland's going to try to open up early uh, and get some points. So, but either way, yeah, Jackson is definitely in play. Jackson and Breeze and Roethlisberger, um, you can build three lineups right there. So, but no Tannehill for me, please, and no Mayfield. Yeah, definitely not yeah, Mayfield. No Mayfield. <laughs> exactly. I, I don't see Stefanski's, that. Stefanski's out, so that's that's a real tricky to play anybody on Cleveland. And it's Pittsburgh in Pittsburgh. He even, you know, even last week playing against the JV lineup, he only threw for 196 yards. So, you know, and that game was in Cleveland. So I, I honestly feel like Cleveland, they shot their wad. They, they made the playoffs, you know, maybe they're going to step in and, you know, try, you know, and uh, hopefully win a division next year. But I I don't, I, I think just like you said, Washington, that was their Super Bowl. I think Cleveland beating Pittsburgh last week, that was, that was it. And I think there's too much upheaval with, with Stefanski and their, their O-line getting, getting hit with the COVID. It's just, it's too much. It's too much. Any, any running backs that we want to save some money on? I mean, like a cream hunt at 4,800. I mean, huh? Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, pass catching game script come from behind. Um, if Chubb's not running, they'll rotate downs, catching balls. And if they're like trying to play catch up, then these guys will just both catch passes all day. So, um, and if, if I would go with hunt before Chubb, how's that? Ooh, well, yeah, you're saving almost two grand right there. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. You know, one. Um, of, what about Gus Edwards? I, I, at 4,400, you, know, uh, you know what, honestly, I've stayed away. Um, from the Ravens running backs most of the years, um, uh, most of the, uh, the weeks this year. Uh, and then you see Edwards have some big weeks, but he, he had those, those big days when, you know, Dobbins was out or was just somebody had COVID or something like that. But I, um, I just don't, I don't know. Maybe if, if you want to take a, a flyer on him, you could, but I just think you want to pay up for the running backs this day for sure. And you pay down for your receivers. And I look at David Montgomery at 6,900. It's, it, I mean, he had such a hot finish, but New Orleans, their defense, I mean, they've only been number 12 against running backs, but they've been, you know, the whole season they've been, they've been, you know, pretty tough against the run. So I don't know. I'm, uh, that one's a little, that, that one's a little worrisome on the receivers. Yeah, Montgomery, it's Henry Camara, uh, Dobbins, Hunt, 
uh, are, are, are my plays here at Bossway. And then at Edwards, maybe. Yeah. Mm, yeah. yeah. Well, on the receiver side, I mean, there's so many options with a lot of big numbers. I mean, like you were talking about game script I and mean, there's going to be some points scored in the Baltimore, Tennessee game points scored in the Chicago, new Orleans game. And, uh, you know, and well, let's talk about the Pittsburgh receivers. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, there's some good prices there. You mentioned Deontay Johnson at 6,200 Juju at 5,500. I, I like, I mean, I've been a Claypool fan, Nico too, uh, at 5,200, right, Nico. Yeah. But I mean, he, he's starting to come back. I was like, he's there. And the, and what do they call that? The, the sweep jet sweep. Jet yeah. Sweep. <laughs> and, you know, they tried it with him a couple times, didn't work, but, you know, they liked Ben likes him. So I think, you know, if Ben has to go somewhere, he'll, he throws to him a lot, but they cover him, double team him a lot. So I've noticed that. I, I said a line with both of those guys. I, I got a line with Deontay and Juju sitting here. Claypool, yeah, I I'm going to put, put Deontay, Juju, and Claypool. Why not? Woo! With Big Whoa. Ben as a QB. QB. Oh. He's going to Cleveland. Why or not going to Cleveland? Cleveland rocks against Cleveland. It's a time where he needs to show up, and he showed up somewhat last week, but uh, he needs to make a statement because he's one of the old guys in the room, just like Drew Brees. So he's right. been there before, so he needs to kind of show him that he has been. Yeah, and they've looked like crap, so they can't look like crap this game. This is like the guaranteed win for them. But remember, um, they're playing the same team they played last week, right? And they didn't want to show Cleveland anything. It was a pretty simple, stupid game, right? I mean, yeah. like, so here we go. Deontay Johnson, and this is – there is nobody else that has this this stat line, maybe except for, like, Kelsey. Um, ignore last week. If you go from week 16 all the way back to week 9, he has double-digit targets all but one week, right? And those, then he had those dropsies or whatever – they're still not losing any confidence in Deontay Johnson. So, right, right. You know, he's going to get you that that sort of like that floor and points and the value at 6,200. Juju, he's the guy. He's the big body guy. Claypool's definitely awesome. He's the wild card. You just don't know what you're going to get with Claypool. You can get zero or you can get 40, you know. But to to, to, to get the guys that are consistent, like DJ and, and Juju are the guys that are – you think, okay, there's my 15 to 20 points, right? So, but Claypool – that could be a difference maker in a tournament play. Could be a great play. Yeah. In, uh, and Cleveland's defense is 24th against QB, 22nd against wide receivers. They're good against the run, and that's why I'd stray far against far away from uh, Pittsburgh's run and just stick to their wide receivers, I would think. Yep. You know, we haven't talked about Allen Robinson, who, you know, with – I just with... – not against this dude. I mean, I, I feel like – He's too expensive, and I don't. Yeah, it's, a, it's a coin flip. Go with Anthony Miller because if if Trubis is going to be throwing the ball around, I, you can get Anthony Miller. I think at a, at a bargain at thirty three hundred. Especially Ooh, if it's garbage time, like you said, if it's garbage time, he's slinging the ball around, you know, just chucking it up there at the end, trying to catch up. Anthony Miller could be uh, the beneficiary of some of those balls being. With, with all around. the other wide receivers, I don't want to waste money on Robinson. Right. That's... With all the other options, he's too risky of a play. And we haven't talked about AJ Brown at seven thousand. So he's... <laughs> straight. I think they need to just run it. So I'm hoping they right they just run. And he's it. and he's got a questionable tag, so a little little risk. Oh, he's always questionable. He, <laughs> it seems like every week he's questionable. I mean, I just oh, I just his I, liver. I, I look you at you. Yeah. Always love him though. You all, like <laughs> sometimes you bite on AJ Brown and you win, and sometimes he gets you nothing. So. And, and plus, it's, I mean, this really looks like it's going to be Derrick Henry. I mean, it's, it needs it's to be very yep. much, very much. Oh, That's man. right. And, and, uh, you know, oh, the guy, the guy we hyped so much in the preseason, but, you know, Marquise Hollywood Brown, what's his price tag? Where's he, where's he at? He's cheap enough. I was able 5,400. 5,400. Yeah. Don't do it. Don't, Don't do it. it. Yeah. He's, uh, he's too, he's been too inconsistent last few weeks. I know he's been very he's, inconsistent. I figured he was my flex play. I had 5,400 left. I was like, why not Marquise? Who else was left besides him? Greg, what are you thinking? You, you said don't do it. Hey, was that last week you put him in? I think he did okay. But uh, this week, no. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking, you know, the New Orleans guys. So in my other lineup, I've got the Breeze, uh, Dobbins, uh, Camara, Thomas, Sanders. Like I'm so into Saints just – the Bears, and I got the Saints defense in that one, right? So 
Um, that's just all in on the Saints um, onslaught against the Bears. Just could be. It, that's because, shocking to me because I'm all in on Pittsburgh and I don't even like them that much. But, that, <laughs> but, but that's okay. But that's how you got to play, right? So if you look yep. at how guys are going to win a million bucks, if you f- can pick a team and it's like they're all and they score 40 points and you've got five of their players in your lineup, you're going to do okay. You know, right. Having right. find a pick one guy from each team. And if the team scores 40 and you had the wrong players in those 40 points, then that lineup just is like, Oh my God, if I would have had that guy, boom. And that game, if I would have had that guy. So sometimes you just go just blanket it, right. Cover it and go with that team. And, and that that's a working, you know, value play, right. That's, that's how people win a million bucks. So what I'm thinking for uh, Hollywood Brown is I'm hoping that Derrick Henry just runs over Baltimore and Baltimore's got to throw the ball and it's got to go to Marquise because Tennessee's 31st against uh, wide receivers. So yeah. 32, again, 32. It's not a bad play, not a bad play at yeah. all. Right. But if I can pick Juju for a hundred dollars more or Sanders for $500 less, I don't think, I think Michael Thomas comes back and he's a factor, but I still think Sanders is going to be a guy with more targets and catches because you know, he's been, I mean, look at look at what's going on the last couple of weeks. Sanders and, and Brace are, are getting it together, you know, and and Thomas, whatever that thing was at the beginning of the season where he was like, you know, the diva, like what's the last time we had a diva receiver outside Antonio Brown like three or four years ago? You know, it's just yeah, not um, yeah. so I don't know. I think I think uh but it's not a bad place when I'm saying I could easily find him in my lineup if if it came down to that. So um, you're right again, about you're so right about Manuel Sanders getting the 13 targets last week. I mean, it's just, oh. Yeah. I, mean, I know you got a hard out pretty soon, George. You want to, we want to go over defenses? Oh, yeah. Let's, let, let, well, quick tight ends. Uh, what tight ends you got? Do we, I mean, there's tight a lot ends, of tight ends. Uh, I, Jimmy Graham. Yeah, 3300 Great value. He's $1,900 less than Andrews. Um, you know what you're going to get from Andrews. He's going to get his business. Um, Jared Cook is now a little more involved in the game. I think, I think everybody's sort of at their price, I think, as a good value. Um, Hooper um, with Cleveland might be the guy that's going to be the easy play because I think the new guy who's the quarterback coach is just not going to be able to call bet, bet enough plays. And, and Hooper's yeah, safety valve. And Austin right. Hooper has a safety valve. Just dunk, yep. dink and dunk to Hooper. Yep. He may get 10 targets. Yeah, that's a good, good, good call. That's what will make Kareem Hunt a good play, too. Is they're just gonna need those quick ones. The and that runners. that's that's why my defense is gonna be the Steelers. There you go. Ooh. Ooh. But hey, look down. If you guys go down lower on the tight ends, Ferkskar at twenty seven hundred, Majoku at twenty eight hundred. Those Fer- guys Ferks are yeah, all Tennessee. Colt Komet at three K. Those those are guys that are I mean, let's face it, tight ends, unless you're like Kelsey or you know, like superstar uh Kittle. You're not, they're not going to get 40 points. So if it's like 12 or six points, pay down here, you know. Um, Andrews is, is the best play here, uh, but you got to pay up a little bit. But half the price, if you can get the Joku, man, that guy is very athletic and he gets like, goes up against zone defenses and soft defenses. He finds passes. It's pretty exciting to watch the play. So, so who's the better? Because this is what I'm stuck with. Who's the better pair? Jimmy Graham and Brown? Or would you get Sanders and Najoku? Uh, Sanders and who? Najoku. Basically a, a cheaper like, tight end than Graham. Yeah, yeah, because Najoku could have a couple like good 30-yard catches. He's so athletic. Um, yeah. And Sanders is going to be consistent. Yeah, go with you know, I don't like to second-guess myself. Yeah. <laughs> I'll take it here. We'll do that for you. Yeah. Oh, uh, that's that's fun. Well, let's uh, you know, defenses saving money. Do we spend up on the Saints at thirty eight hundred or the Steelers at thirty six hundred? Uh, I just I, I never spend like to up, spend boys. Up. We got to spend up. You think? Yeah. yeah. Otherwise, just punt. Um, go all the way down and take. Otherwise, the- just give up. Yeah. No, at twenty two hundred, the Titans or Saints. If you have the room, if you can start with your lineup and build with the Saints, that's what I would do. Um, I think Cleveland's going to put up points, um, but I think the Titans, uh, like anything can happen in that game, and, and maybe they get you t- two points. But the Saints is the team that can get you 20 points, I think, against Trubisky. I think he's going to press too hard. 
He's going to feel the pressure. I got to win. You know, he's going to, he's going to go back to the ultra biscuit, you know, that, uh, I mean, let's give it up. He had a great run here, you know, got into the playoffs. Uh, remember they were the worst five and O team when it's all things. Yeah, started, right? Exactly. Exactly. I mean, they, they were and yeah, but and Trubisky, I mean, he definitely got, got, uh, you know, got fat and happy on, on some, uh, cupcake schedules, but, uh, but yeah, the saints are for, the saints in the Superdome. It's for real. They're for real. So, oh man. Oh guys, this is fun. This is a, this is a blast. Greggy, Greg, you, you got an, you got an open invite to talk, uh, <laughs> to, to talk DFS once a week for, uh, we're, we're, we're booking you now. So we're going to awesome, do this again man. next I, week. Dude, I, I, man, I love this stuff so much. Um, you know, football season's coming to an end. Um, I'm not sure. I, I got the time or patience for basketball or baseball, but Hey, um, Man, who knows? COVID keeps me inside, and, and my business is is not my traditional business of producing trail running events is not allowed in California. Then maybe this is what we do, you know. So, but I appreciate you guys, man. This is so awesome. Uh, you know, well, I love being part of the family. Uh, and let's do this again. I'll uh, I'll have a new tequila next week. Yeah. Oh yes, yes, definitely. Yeah, Primo Greggy Greg. Well, everybody, you know, uh, Primo Greggy Greg, Nico, Ricky, Hector. I mean, yeah. Oh, this is good. Year two, boys. Year two of the of uh, the Familia FFB podcast. Let's uh, go, everybody. Eso es todo for our show. Thanks again for Anchor for being our hosting network and making sure our independent podcast gets out in the Familia community. Uh, please make sure to subscribe, leave us a review at Apple. And you, you, we're also on Spotify and Google, other pa- podcast platforms. Make sure to find our original content. I'm going to have an Adentro y Afuera start sit column on uh, who to play this weekend. So I'll have this up in the next couple of days uh, before Saturday's game. And remember, follow us on Twitter and Instagram, FMLFFB. Uh, heck, where are we finding you? What the heck? Two T's. Yeah, and, and you can find me, Jorge Martin 17. And don't forget our Familia FFB Facebook page, everybody. Gracias. Feliz everybody año nuevo and Happy New Year. Adiós amigos. Yeah, todos somos familia. Salud. Ay ay ay.